I'm Em. And I'm Lex. And we're thrilled to welcome you to the Ready, Set, Coach podcast. Now, we're not just your hosts. We're also mamas, entrepreneurs, coaches, friends, and co-founders of the Ready, Set, Coach community. What began as a pandemic side hustle has blossomed into a vibrant online community crafted by coaches for coaches. So when we're not immersed in our coaching community on Circle, we're busy managing our other businesses, navigating the ups and downs of life, and of course, recording this podcast. This is where we dive deep into epic conversations about life, business, coaching, and everything in between. So are you ready, Lex? I'm set, M. Let's coach. Hello, Lexi Smith. Hi. What if we talked like this the whole time? You have a very soothing voice. I don't know if I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have been told I have a nice voice, which I don't think is the reality because I speak- No, you definitely, definitely do. I, I'm the only one who actually listens to this podcast between the two of us. <laughs> and you very much what? have more of a, a podcasting, like natural, natural voice. Um, I've been told but- I have a face for podcasting. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, guys, we're a little loopy today for different reasons. Personally, um, I live in Ventura, California, and I don't know if this is on the national news circuit yet, but we are having a once in a millennium weather event. I was woken up out of a dead sleep, my husband, myself, and my daughter around 1230 last night with tornado and flash flood warnings. And again, I live in Southern California. And yes, I did say tornado. And then they decided it's those alerts that you can't turn off. They just like go out on your phone and they kept dropping every 30 minutes. So we'd calm ourselves down or get Ashlyn back to sleep. And then both our phones would go, tornado, get to bottom ground, get to bottom ground. And it went off so many times that eventually we're like, okay, maybe we shouldn't ignore it. What if there's (laughs) anyways, so we are up from 1 a.m. 12 30 a.m last night so that's hi. fun that's that's so fun where where would bottom ground be in california when you don't have a basement and things okay are so this has been the topic this what we were talking about when we went downstairs last night and um i'm like i don't know if it's safer down here because we have this open concept with tons of windows yeah and i cj's like oh we could just get under the kitchen table and I'm like, huh, I don't know. And so I called my mom this morning because she grew up in Illinois in the Midwest and tornadoes was an active part of her childhood. And she's like, you know that Emily knows, but everyone listening, I have a small bathroom at the bottom floor front of my house. And mm-hmm. she said in the shower area in there. And then my dad pops on the phone and is like, structurally too, smaller rooms are safer. So that's what I would have guest I would have gone into that bathroom because it's the only bathroom that doesn't I don't think it has an outside and a window maybe it, it doesn't has shower. one but it's small like yeah. a tree couldn't come through it totally yeah that's where I would probably tell you to go or even like right by your front door area um in the little foyer but that's scary what a what a fun way to wake up a random so today we're going to talk about weather predictions of (laughs) (laughs) well I was actually thinking we should talk about pilot season and like what's going to be picked up and no just just kidding (laughs) all the award seasons around the corner um that'd actually be really fun maybe we should just talk about every tv show we watched this year how many hours do we have we'd probably get better ratings on the show (laughs) yeah should we should we just switch it (laughs) switch pivot 2024 pivot ready set pilot 
Exactly, guys. Now we are going to be talking about your favorite murder and every TV show you have watched. But in all jokes aside, um, I am watching a TV show about these people. It's called Based on a True Story. And I started watching it and I was like, oh, my God, this this show is built for Lexi Smith. She's obsessed with murders, y'all. And so in the show, this character is obsessed with starting her morning with a like the sisters in murder and, you know, the murder podcasts that analyze the the latest murder. And this couple stumbles upon the latest big murderer in their area. And rather than turning him over to the cops and outing him, they enlist his services to start a podcast where he chronicles all of the murders that he has done. But it's like muffled his voice and everything fascinating i i you had two two parts of that are on par the murderino part me liking podcasts and the podcasting part i do think i'd be a better citizen and turn them in but know. um <laughs> you know anything for the download just kidding <laughs> they had millions of downloads so turns out that's all we need to do is need to talk about murder and then give them fresh content where we keep murdering people got it so Prediction for 2024, <laughs> Emily Merrill behind bars. No, um, <laughs> don't take that back. <laughs> uh, we, keep, we keep teasing at this predictions for 2024, <laughs> and that's going to bring us bring us full circle here, guys, into what we're actually going to talk about today on the Ready, Set, Coach podcast, and that is our predictions for the coaching industry in 2024. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about me behind bars. I'd be too soft. You'd run that place. You'd have BFFs everywhere. You'd like start a book club. It'd be like a lovely place to be if you were in jail. I wonder (laughs) if I could read a lot of books. That would be be lovely. Be like, you know what, Mad Hatter, you need to meet Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) You guys would hit it off. Emily, mayor mayor of the women's prison. I would 100% have no doubt. Oh, well, let's let's not visualize that for 2024. So, Lex, I love this talk, topic, talk and topic. Guys, we really are like melty, melty at this point. They're like, I, when are you not? Do you know what we should do? We should start doing this at like three in the morning and see how ludicrous our podcasts are. I was up last night. <laughs> call me, call me, send through one of those alarms. So, Lex, we're at the end of 2023. You all are listening to this at the top of 2024. Let's look at our crystal ball and let's think about what we think 2024 is going to look like in terms of the coaching. So why don't you kick us off? What are some things that you're like, hell yeah, this is going to happen? So we're going to break this into kind of two sections. We did do some research prior to the show, and we're going to start with some trends that we predict that have some sort of data or or something to point to substantial that support it. Then we're mm-hmm. also just going to go in the latter half into some of our gut predictions, right? So again, coming back, the first trend that we believe the market supports, 2023 has been an expensive AF year. Inflation mm-hmm. is high. And so overall across the board, we are seeing people being tighter with their wallets. And I I don't believe that's going to change as we head into 2024. So I do think that we're going to see that affect the buying process in multiple ways. Multiple ways mean 
some people being slower to buy, some people maybe posing more price objections, or just needing to feel more sense of security before parting ways with their money. Yeah, I I completely agree with you on that. For Just for a little bit of history, 2020 was an incredible year for the coaching industry and that people all the money that they would have put on a trip or they would have invested in in something bigger, they were able to turn the lens inward and invest in themselves. So we saw people dropping pay in full money. They also were getting money from the government. And there was a lot more freedom to spend without overthinking or do, or, yeah, overthinking or over shopping it. So that's one. Mm-hmm. What's another one, Emily? Well, I think we're going to see more entrance into the coaching market, more people who want to be coaches, which is excellent. But I think there's also going to be a a little bit of retirement as well. There's going to be some people that maybe started their coaching career a few years ago. They haven't modified with the times. They haven't adjusted accordingly. They haven't been able to find their footing. And I think they will hang up their coaching hat. And there was this big thing, right, called the great resignation. I think really it happened 2020, 2021. And that's when we saw this influx into the coaching market. Everyone and their mom, the joke as joke goes, wanted to be a coach. And some people now that it's been a couple of years have been able to really figure that out. Some people haven't. And we are seeing data supporting people going back to more traditional workforces. Mm-hmm. Regardingly, uh, oftentimes too. And yeah, that what sucks on that, I'll just make a note. I think the the workforces are back in control again in a way that they weren't in 2020 or, or 2021 during the great resignation. They now, they're able to pinch their employees like they did pre-2020. I've seen. Little, uh, in some capacities and mm-hmm. other capacities, I still think that employees have a strong foot. So In my other life, in the PR life of things, I'm pretty tied into the HR data scene. It's just relevant to some of my clients. And some of the data we've been looking at in the recent months have supported the workforce overwhelmingly is wanting a hybrid workforce model where there's some level of remote working, but also some level of in-person interaction. So it was everyone wanted to be remote and now it's coming back with, we want our cake and eat it too. And it's putting some companies in a great position to accommodate. It's putting others in a really difficult place to accommodate. But I do think we're going to see this transferably show up in coaching where some people are going to crave, yes, virtual coaching, but also more in-person coaching and experiences once again. And I think that can look like um, a number of different things. It could be local community coaching where you're all based in Denver and you all are moms and you all have an in real life store and you want to come around and you want to learn from other people that are like-minded and also to the point of people from all over the country or the world, but gathering quarterly or gathering annually in one place to learn in person from those people and deepen the connections with them. 100%. So we do foresee there being more hybrid coaching programs and models. What's another thing that 
we have seen supported by the marketplace. I feel like this was the word of the year for 2023, but neurodiversity and coaching in neurodiversity. So for example, from references in pop culture, I know Lex, you're a big fan of The Bachelor and there's been individuals on The Bachelor who have proudly identified as neurodivergent. It's becoming a topic that's more on the forefront. And with that, the need for executive functioning, coaching, and like coaching around people with ADHD or ADD and learning differences will definitely increase and be supported not only by individuals, but I also think by businesses and by parents. 100%. Neurodiversity and and all the various... um challenges associated that whether they have a title or not has become more more widely known more mainstream and thus the need or the ability to ask for help is mm-hmm. becoming more known and we've actually seen in some of our own clients who are executive functioning coaches we've seen them have really really great end of 2023s and i think that while it's also a testament to them and their hard work the market's understanding of what they are doing is also contributing to that becoming a thousand percent. And I think, I think that coaching also will be more justifiable by, by schools and by, um, by teacher. Yeah. By teachers, by, by educators and more like a required add on to learning outside of the class. That's, that's, that's a personal prediction. That's, there. that's her gut. That's her gut. <laughs> yeah, one. That's yes. gut okay. one. We're getting in that later. We have okay, so we have one more before we get into gut that we wanted to go over. Um, I think besides neurodiversity, like the global buzzword of the year was chat GPT or AI, right? Mm-hmm. So AI has affected the workplace in an unbelievable way. I mean, it's very, very mind-boggling to me still. I don't know what's going to happen a year, two years from now. It's been positive in some ways. It's It's been helpful for smaller business. It's also been negative in some ways. Across the media landscape, there's been countless layoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I think the people who are rushing to replace human capital with AI are going to retreat and reel, reel, reel back on that a little bit and realize it was a mistake to act so rash. Thus, I think, and it might not be towards the second half of 2024, that there's going to be an increased importance put on improving human-to-human connection. And one way to do that is by inviting in coaches to lead different trainings or focus on interpersonal skills or management skills to foster that human-to-human connection. Mm. Well, jumping into my gut with AI, <laughs> I'm going to jump right in, y'all. I think that AI is going to be a big part of the coaching world. I think we're going to see a lot of coaching apps that are guided and plugged in through AI, asking people, making coaching more accessible for people at all different price levels. I also think that in AI, more coaches are going to optimize and systematize themselves by utilizing tools that plug into AI from content creation to um, finding the right solutions for their for their customers. With that, my gut, and again, just a context, guys, this is such a huge freaking topic for the other half of me. I've done tons and tons of podcast episodes <laughs> on this. Um, 
with the increase of AI and the positives it can bring, I am seeing firsthand and my gut is the, the level of skepticism is going to continue to grow. And I think that consumers are going to become, while there's, yes, still going to be a large segment who maybe don't even realize what is and isn't being automated. I do think because because of how involved AI was is with the media, there's a growing distrust in the marketplace. And mm-hmm. so it's I really think coaches need to be really thoughtful and careful with how and where they integrate it because the need for real validation and credibilities, credentials, excuse me, credentials will matter. So to kind of wrap that up, what I feel in my gut is that people are going to want to see more credentials from coaches. Or experience, lived experience from coaches. Depending on the type, depending on the type of coach, um, I do, and this isn't a knock, and this is where maybe you and I disagree. I I think for the more health-centric coaches, so life coaching, health, wellness, executive functioning, anything that is not dealing with business. Yes, agreed. I think those certifications are going to become more important. Completely agreed, especially when you're playing with someone's health or mental well-being. So, for example, if you're diagnosing them with things or you're having them get on certain um, wellness diets, I think having that background and that that study in that industry will definitely be significant. Um, I'll also add, I think that there might be more niching down where it's not a general, I'm a health coach or I'm a life coach. It's a very specialized type of health coach or a very specialized type of life coach in a very particular stage of life. So for example, I can see more people becoming life coach, but with an emphasis on serving people who are transitioning from college into the real world. Or um, I'm a life coach and I'm specifically holding space and helping you transition into motherhood and into this next chapter of life. Hey everyone, Lex here. And M. And if you haven't heard, we did something pretty darn cool. We sure did. We launched a completely free community built specifically for coaches. Say it again for the people in the back. We launched a free community for coaches. Tell them quickly who it's for and what we're doing inside Lex. Sure thing. So it's for anyone from the coaching curious to side hustlers to coaches ready to scale. And through the virtual platform that we've built, we've created a safe and fun space to learn, launch, grow, connect, ideate, collaborate, vent, and evolve together. Nailed it, Lex. Now, while it's free, you must apply in order to gain a free membership. You know, so we can make sure everyone inside is awesome, like us. <laughs> Apply today at readysetcoachcommunity.com. I'll say I, this is how I'll play off that one. I'm not sure if it will happen, but I think it's smart if it does. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the smart thing to do in 2024. I don't know if the market knows that mm-hmm. widespread. I know our clients do. I know yeah. those in the Ready Set Coach community um, do, but I, I don't know. I don't know largely if that is going to become adopt adopted. So 
Jury's yeah. out for me. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, at the roundup of t- end of 2024, we can look into this. I think the other thing too, let's see. One of the other things that was coming into my mind, oh, was that I think there's going to be lower barrier of entries for people to work with coaches. Like I think right now coaching is, is wildly expensive. And I think that there's going to be ways that people are making it easier to work with coaches. Maybe that's more extended payment plans. Maybe that's more group offerings. Maybe that's more on-demand courses. But I think there are going to be, we're going to see an influx of like, it's accessible to the masses. But then on the flip side, I do think we're going to see that continuing rise of the specialized, high-touch, one-on-one experience with a coach whose number will like knock you off a couch. I here's how I agree with that. I'm just, it's going to be a little more specific because I I do, you're making my brain think, (laughs) think that we're going to have to compete with more variety of solutions. So Mm. I think actually self-made is a good example because self-made is a program that Emily coaches on Mm -hmm. and it started as one format and it has become a lot more you're the expert on this, but it, it's become more um, of a volume model, mm-hmm. a lower price point form of coaching. And so that now is competing against a business coach. And so I do totally. think there's going to be more larger scale, to your point, accessible options that we as individual coaches mm-hmm. are going to have to compete against. I totally see that already happening for sure. Yeah especially with more money behind them to invest into advertisement or sponsorship or Facebook ads, all of the fun things. Uh, I think the last thing that I feel, and maybe I'm completely off guard or I'm off point here, but it's been a while since I've been in the corporate world, but I think that coaches in corporations will be more readily acceptable. We've already seen that they are readily acceptable and I've seen like a bevy of coaches come in, but I think that it will be more acceptable for you to have a coach paid for by your company to help you navigate as you grow within the company. I agree and data will support that there's definitely a larger increased budget and emphasis on supporting health and wellness and learning and development. I think that in terms of like coaching within the corporations, it's more on keeping the keeping the client ret- or keeping the employee retained. So if you're leadership coaching or you're helping that person become a better manager, that means that their subordinates are more successful. And as someone who left corporate because I felt like I never found my footing or support beyond your own manager, I think that it's going to be powerful. And I've also noticed that a lot of companies, um, they give you some sort of like learning and development stipend, uh, or at least the bigger (laughs) Bay Area companies seem to do that. And so if that means learning and development in leadership, or if that means learning and development in coding or or whatever your area of expertise is, I do think that there's going to be this need to service this corporate client who has more money and resources and push from the company to invest in themselves. Okay, so here's here's where my gut lands. And I'm thinking through this in real time as you share that. I think we're going to see very specific markets and very specific industries mm-hmm. 
that are easier ins for coaches. So to your point, Silicon Valley, the Bay Area is, I think, a hotbed for for coaches. Um, larger metro areas, um, tech companies mm-hmm. um, looking, if you look for companies that have positions um, focused on employee wellness or DE&I, those are all good indicators of where or types of organizations that are going to be more likely receptive to mm-hmm. coaches. So there's just a little hack of how to use that trend to your benefit. Mm, I love it. Um, is there anything else that is pulling at your gut? Um, I do think that I will say, I don't think any singular social platform is going away this year. I still think people are going to be hanging out on Facebook. I still think there's going to be people hanging out on Instagram. I still think LinkedIn's going to be big. I still think TikTok's going to be big. I think it's just going to depend what demographic. I don't think Threads is going to be big. I know that was like in there for a minute and I could be biting my tongue, but in terms Mm -hmm. of where to focus your social efforts, I do think that the main players are still in play. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a powerful accusation accusation towards threads right now, and I like it. And then what about just for coaches? For coaches? For coaches? Um, yeah, yeah. I think that in terms of length and commitment, I think we're we're kind of like polyamorous at this moment, where I could see people investing in many coaches or wanting to learn a lot of things versus being married to one coach for a year duration. So I can imagine shorter. I see a this is a gut thing and maybe this is an own, my own personal preference where I want to learn something and I want to get to the to the end transformation sooner and faster. So yeah, like, I think that's an I think that's a personality thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it might she's <laughs> like <laughs> like I don't no. know if I could say that about the whole market, but I do think that yeah, there's a segment of buyers who who want that. I mean everyone in theory wants results. Um right, but there's going to be more type A and more type non-A and all the things. So a plus, a minus. A, a minus. With that said, Emily Merrill, what is their homework oh, for today? Well, homework. <laughs> Great question. Oh my God, I'm doing the homework. This is huge. Um, your homework is to think about doing a little bit of an audit on your own business based on our trends, based on conversations you've had in with your peers, you're in our community, talking to other community members, what do you want to adjust accordingly to meet 2024 trends and demands? Guys, because growth doesn't come from our comfort zones. You got to no. move and shake. Keep up with things. <laughs> Are you reading self-development? I'm getting delirious. <laughs> I don't know. I've been up for how many hours at this point? Almost 12 hours already. Um, okay, guys. On. That's a wrap. We can come on in a year and see how epically correct or epically wrong we were. But we threw it out there. Um, weigh in. DM us in the community. Uh, slide into our DMs on Instagram. That's where we like to hang out. Or YouTube. And let us know what you think. Or YouTube. YouTube, if you want to see our eyes cross, Christy yeah. Crossity, while we cool record. Today. You, you look that. very organ today. It's good. I am in my natural habitat. It's raining <laughs> out. I am have a blanket, a sweatshirt, and a beanie on. <laughs> oh my God, there's a bear behind you. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, that? Okay, on that note, um, next the time ready, we'll see you set. on, yeah, the Ready Set Coach podcast. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs>
Oh no. If you're enjoying the Ready, Set, Coach podcast, please leave a review wherever you are listening. For more information about Ready, Set, Coach, visit readysetcoachprogram.com.